1: welcome to the wheel reads a wheel of time podcast your hosts are alan chris and ian this podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers this week we'll be covering chapters one and two of a crown of swords high chasling and the butcher's yard enjoy Welcome to Season 7, Episode 1, where we had Chris a second ago, and while the say, countdown whatever. was happening, he just left. So but we're here, and uh, Chris should be coming back. Um, I don't know, maybe his uh, his wife killed him? I don't know. Uh- <laughs> no, the, the, I bet you the cats
0: like unplugged the internet or something. I, I'm or, sure they yeah.
1: did. He was right there, yeah. and all of a sudden just went out. The cats probably jumped on those cords. There he comes. I bet his cats. Let's see.
3: Was it cats? No, not cats this time. I got just kicked entirely out of Steam
0: Yard. Oh wow. Oh.
3: That's huh. a new thing. This Probably still cats,
0: just they did it remotely. Probably. Yeah.
3: They have something <laughs> connected to my computer, I'm sure.
0: It was just plenty the cats. Those FBI cats. <laughs> <laughs> DEA cats.
3: The cats. All
1: mm-hmm. oh, the cats. Yeah, my cat, my cat doesn't come anywhere near when I'm actually he might be in here. He hides all the time. You never know where he is. <laughs> well,
0: you, you, you and your cat seem to have a healthy amount of disrespect for each other so like it helps Complete. maintain the boundaries like mm-hmm. you know he, he so, looks I at mean, you fondly enough for you to buy him food but other than that your cat's like stay away from me
1: no whenever we make eye contact it's literally like Jerry Seinfeld and Newman like
0: Newman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he'll even pause and then just walk off <laughs> yeah
3: I don't want to waste my time on you <sighs> Anyway,
1: um, so yeah, so announcements. So no new patrons. Um, I'm not doing a giveaway right now because I'm slacking on everything. Um, I will do a giveaway at some point this month. I I I promise. Just Christmas has been getting me going crazy. because uh, yeah, we we kind of just like really got behind the eight ball on everything, and um, like we do a Christmas party every year. Every single year we do a Christmas party. Um, we've done it for years. Even during COVID, we had little small Christmas parties. Like it was only like, 20 people max uh this year we decided to like make it a big one again it's the first time we've done that in years and we're like Mm -hmm. yeah let's go and open up and invite a bunch of people probably people won't come because you know it's been a few years since we had a big party
3: yeah everybody's Um, coming
1: (laughs) that that that, and i don't know if my wife's listening because she might be in the room she might come in here and smack me for saying this she she made the guest the invitation list the invitee list so freaking we invited like 500 people to this party Oh my
0: god! Uh, yeah, dang. Hold on, Chris. He invited even... five hundred people. Chris, would, did you get anything in the mail? Did you? You, you guys are invited. I didn't get anything <laughs> in the mail. I did not. It was, it was text message. When he said twenty people, I was like, okay, I feel alright. And then he said five hundred, and I was like, well, fuck me then. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a you
1: live... That's are you true. in town for it? Are you in town for it?
0: I will this, come. It's to... this weekend. Yeah, actually, I am. Okay. Is it okay. Saturday or Sunday? It's not Sunday. Sunday night. Mm. Yeah, so Sunday's a baby. Fun. We'll talk later. Saturday yeah, I could have on Sunday, maybe not. It's not huh, a pity. Irish it's not a pity right. invite ours. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, oh, happy even invite- if it so- was pity, I don't care. <laughs> <Exactly> <laughs> if I kind of pity my way into a party. So, so happy, happy invites all
1: the right. people and then sends me the link and I don't know what to do. So I just forwarded my link on anybody. And then she's like, Oh, you just RCP for your party? I was like, No, I did it. And she's like, Oh. I Was supposed to send individual links. I just sent my link to everyone. Like <laughs> so uh, Alan, uh, Alan, Alan, is gonna be there 24 times. Uh, <laughs> so like I only sent to like five people, and then I got yelled at. And I was like, I don't know how to do this. So I haven't invited anybody else on my side. So unless unless my wife has your email address, that's why you didn't get invited.
2: Yeah. That's funny. No Because I,
1: I I stopped inviting people like so I've been verbally inviting people, like hey, I'm having a party, come like I mean right now. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's um so. But to make things even worse, and this is funny how we just jumped right into the personal life, uh, like we're renovating our house right now. So, like, I have no downstairs bathroom. It is walled off. There's no toilet in there. There's no sink. It is completely ripped to pieces. Um, the tile has gone in. Uh, the, the walls aren't painted. Like, we have a party on Sunday. Um, we have holes in the yeah. ceiling where he's torn stuff out. It's completely, like, our house is completely under renovation right now. So there's dust everywhere. You it's got the other side mess. of the
0: shed for the guys and some of the girls if they're comfortable with that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, 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 we give a deadline saying it has to be done for the party and to make sure we invited him and his wife and they're coming to the party. So if it's not coming, <laughs> he's going to be there like, hey,
0: this is right contractor here. That, that won't finish his job, man. Like, <laughs> he's going to show up the day before and just park a, a porter potty out back and be like, sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah.
3: I got you. That, that's on me.
0: That's uh, on me. <laughs> so,
1: uh, so that's going on right
3: now. So that's been fun. Um, and,
1: uh, and and but that being
3: said, if you have the tile aid, then it's just putting stuff back in place. That's not tough.
0: Yeah, because four should be kind of Now you're now you're doing finishes. Should be. yeah yeah yeah, should, yeah yeah we
1: should we should be ready. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, unless you just don't have your stuff.
1: Yesterday, and the grout uh, got put in today, so it got spaced, and then the grout came. In, so I have to wait till it dries, and then yeah,
2: yeah. you're yeah. in the home stretch. You'll,
1: you'll be done. And then we can paint. Like...
3: That way, everybody can blow it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then and then um um. The dust everywhere has been horrible. Like I've been having like waking up like clogged nose and like just because there's dust oh, yeah. everywhere right now. Yeah, demo. Uh, hey, there's
3: nothing wrong with cats and instant ramen. Like that's how the Japanese do it, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Instant ramen's great. I had ramen for, last night for dinner it's like it's like it's like one of the only things my kids will eat so
3: <laughs> he's like plus with the with the renovation that's all we can afford right now yeah, so. yeah
1: pretty, pretty much <laughs> yeah ramen and chicken nuggets are like my kids go to so it's like yeah that's we, we lots lots of chicken nuggets uh,
0: that's what kills me about like, these restaurants now that do fancy ramen <laughs> And it's like ramen with a few fancy things thrown in there, like a meatball and a couple of veggies, and they charge you twenty bucks for the bowl. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> Go home and make a swole. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can make a swole better than this for any rice dish in the entire
1: world. Do you know how much you know how cheap rice is? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, you can buy like a giant bag of rice for like five dollars, and that will last you for like an entire year,
0: like a family now we have of five people Googling for Googling swol. What is a swole? Yeah. yeah, I can make a mean one. I do the spicy. Uh, I chop up a spicy mm, uh, dill pickle in there, okay. and and I and I uh, crush up some um, of the crunchy Cheetos, and I sprinkle that powder in to thicken it up, make it a little cheesy. Yeah.
3: Uh huh. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then you yeah. get the uh, the um, what is it? Where have like the meat stick and the cheese stick combined in the package, and then mm-hmm. you cut them into chunks and mix that in there. Uh huh. So good.
3: How much time did you spend?
0: 40 days and 40 nights. It was really <laughs> biblical, like Jesus himself. Yeah. <laughs> it It's a great
1: time. So, th- so that's been my weekend though. It's been um <clears throat> uh just renovations and Christmas
0: stuff. Yeah. Uh man, let's see. I've still got nothing but positive stuff, even though still in the background, like all sorts of horrible things, like I'm I'm no more employed than I was last time we talked. Uh, Do we use a GoFundMe for you? No. Well, and, and again, I'll say, I'm not looking for sympathy or, or GoFundMe or anything like that. Because in, in all actuality, whenever, whenever they fix it, the leave will get backdated. And eventually, I will get a gigantic paycheck. But this is... Y'all are adults. Y'all know. It's not like I could call everybody I owe money to like that you pay bills to and be like, hey, when I get paid, you get paid. They don't want to hear that. They're like, well, yeah. it's still due. And we're still going to charge you a fee. And d- so... Uh, I, just, I, was, I just choose to ignore that, you know. I was, yeah, I was talking. my My
1: wife's cousin came in town. She's Air Force, uh, and I was telling about what's going on with you. And her husband's a contractor, not even government job, a contractor. And said the same type thing. Like his contract wasn't ready when he got out, and he says it happens all the time. Like six weeks with like uh. no pay. He's like, how do people do this? Like go for six weeks, that, like. She's like, at least I have my. In-. She's a general in the Air Force, so right. she her they're pay's de- fine. They're doing okay. Um, they're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. He's not eating ramen. <laughs> unless not he eating wants ramen. <laughs> unless he wants to.
3: <laughs> He's getting the twenty dollar ramen, not a swole. <laughs>
1: Denisha, Denisha, if you're listening to this, we love you because apparently I found out that she's a Wheel of Time fan as well. Because like Susan Yay! walked the door, she's she's like, "So what do you think about that show?" like, "I was like, what show?" I was, like, what show? I was like, "Wheel of Time." I was like, "Wait, you watch it. She's like, "Yeah, I read the books like years ago." I was like, "Wait." Well, that's awesome did you
3: know wait
1: what <laughs> yeah. we have a like say so you listen too. do you listen to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I...
0: <laughs> let me talk to you about our lord and savior rand <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> or pater depending on what side you fall on well so the whole yeah. point being that's still going sure. on but uh, i'm still being rather positive about things and it's been easy because like just life's been great um everything with meredith is just fantastic and doing getting ready for christmas and everything with her and the kids has been great and um i have some free time so i'm trying to be smart with it i, I met with her dad and did lunch today and he's just a really cool dude so Ooh. i thought maybe we'd have like a half hour lunch it turned into two hours of just talking about everything uh Ooh, life what, life what and is politics everything
3: and is she heck? in the room doing do no okay.
0: No, I mean so I mean that was part of the conversation, but not what you think. Remember, this is like both of our it's our second go-round after a bad breakup. So it's a little more practical and how we approach everything. And trust me. But that man. was part of the that was part of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I oh, and I'll say this. This is my one plug. Uh any of y'all live anywhere near any legit Ethiopian restaurant, you need to go. Oh, yeah. um, oh. I I've done it before and the one I went to today was like literally a hole in the wall. Um, owned by one lady. She is the waitress, she is the bartender, she is the cook. She does it all. It's a small joint. Wow. And uh it is was just phenomenal. Original? Yeah. I, yeah.
3: Near a cathedral.
0: Oh, I'm still not great about location <laughs> so references near VCU library. So, yeah, 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 next
1: kinda. next time okay, my mother in law's in town. I'll invite you over for dinner because my mother in law exclusively cooks Ethiopian food. Oh, my goodness. She, yeah well, Ethiopia learning from Ethiopians. so so
0: her and I need to talk because i <laughs> I need a source for the flour that they make their uh, okay. I'm gonna call it I'm gonna call it their version of a tortilla, but it absolutely is uh-huh. not, it's, not it's, it's, no. a, it's a spongy kind of mm-hmm. but you use it to pick up the other food and yep. every I started reading about it and all the health benefits of it, and it's loaded in nutrients and fiber and stuff like like it's so good for mm-hmm. you. So if yeah, you're trying to, all simple foods. yeah, if you're trying to cut like a lot of carbs out, but you still want something that can function like that, I thought it was really good. Now you got to pair it with stuff and eat it with things. And it just takes on the flavor of the other things. But anyways, what you know, was that? I forget what it's called. Do you know what uh, it's called, Alan? Mm-mm. It's a spongy kind of thing. I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea what it's called. I have no right. idea what any of the dishes
1: are called. Like literally I just walk in. It smells really good. I just eat. I have no yeah. idea what I'm eating. And it's, it's like, it's I have fantastic. no idea what it's
0: called. injera, injera. That could be it. Uh, we'll have to figure it out. You can make up a word right now and I'd go, okay. Yeah. I. I, um,
1: I, I wrong one. Uh This one. Injure. Uh Maybe.
0: Could be. I'd have to Google. I don't have something in front of me. Yeah. Yet, but...
1: Like I said, when I eat Ethiopians, it's with my mother-in-law. and She doesn't tell you what the dishes. She's like, here's
0: food. So I don't. Yeah. I don't what yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> and I'll say my favorite part of it was like, I'm excited to go with the kids and take Meredith with a group of people. The best part was. We both ordered a couple of different things and I'm thinking we'll share sample, but the more you order, she just has bigger like circular dishes that she serves it on. And so everybody eats off of the same platter. Oh yeah. uh... So like even if four people didn't uh, order stuff, you just get a bigger platter and it, you could kind of spin it around and just keep sampling stuff all around it. I mean, it was, it was great. So Mm -hmm. that's my plug for the day. Find a good Ethiopian restaurant and go, it will, it will blow your mind. Awesome. I'm glad you had a great conversation
3: with dad.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs>
3: a great India food. Um my Ethiopian. Life has Ethiopians. Sorry. I'm stuck on Indian because I had some, mm. some Indian and some really good I had some really some good some moments last week. Some, mm. Yeah. Mm. It's been a while. There are things. <laughs> anyway, um, what did I do? Oh, we went to a Christmas of the Nights, so that the baseball stadium here in Charlotte. They turn it into a huge like winter wonderland. Oh, cool. So that's what we spent our weekend doing. It was pretty neat. We I just walked around. Um they had like tubing and they had ski skiing, not skiing, skating, wrong word. Yeah. I don't do either because my feet are too large, but anyway. <laughs> they they had a lot of that. They had a little Christmas town. So you can go around and look at all the animation toys and blow-ups and you know, they had all the shops with all the cool nice german christmas things so we spent our weekend doing that and then just kind of hanging out and relaxing it was it was a peaceful weekend for the most part we got a new mattress we did have to do that um it's a great sleep so as frustrated as i am that we had to be forced into doing it i definitely got a a good deal we so they that was my only point of contention for the week so you know mattress firm has this great deal going on and yes i know we talked about this already Oh, was it they're cheap. going out a business sale? <laughs> no, no, it was a Black Friday sale. They're going out of business is starting next week. Gotcha. <laughs> but the, uh, so the Black Friday sale, they sell you a mattress. You get $500 off, and they give you a free frame. So, okay. you know, it's just the he- adjustable head frame. Well, I'm like, I've heard about the zero gravity. I've slept in the zero gravity. It works wonders for your back. So I want the head and foot. So I'm like, all right, well, look, how about I get the head and foot, and you- I just pay the difference? And they're like, no, we can't do that. Uh, I'm like, but why? Why not? Like, you're getting more money out of it. And they're like, no, we don't do that. But our frame is on sale, so you can get the head and foot frame for you know a hugely discounted rate. I'm like, okay, fine, we'll buy that too. We're we're already in it now. We're already gonna be paying it off for the next umpteen years. Yeah, Well, this you're gonna be sleeping
0: it on it for many years. So oh yeah, yeah. we'll, Make we'll
3: yourself be sleepy. Exactly. So then stuff starts coming in, and I'm like. Doing the math, I'm like, I should have two frames and I only have one. The, the frame I'm supposed to have is not available until January, but they didn't send me a frame at all. They just sent the mattress. It was on my box frame. I call them up. They're like, Well, you bought a frame. I'm like, Yeah. They're like, Well, if you buy a frame, we don't give you a frame. I'm like, Why not? Like, you in your literature, I get a free frame adjustable. Like, that's going to be my frame until the actual frame comes in. And then that other frame will go into my guest bedroom. And I have two king size beds. That way, if something happens to one, I got another one. Yeah. They're like, well, we don't really. I said, no, you will. You will do this, or else you will give me my money back. Like, there. Yeah, you so come pick it say, up. I have two frames, and I got a purple pillow out of it, and I got two mattress covers. <laughs> and yeah, don't fuck with me. <laughs> there you go. Chanel nice. negotiated the deal. She did a phenomenal job, and then I cleaned up. Yep. <laughs> nice. So, so, um, deal. We're That's good. That's better. awesome. You look well right. rested. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Let's see how long I stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, also,
1: Thursday. I didn't announce this. Uh, Thursday, uh, we're recording again. Delusions, right? Is that this Thursday? That's right. This is Thursday.
0: No, is that yep. this Thursday? Is it this Thursday? I thought it was this week.
1: Is it Thursday? What day oh. is
0: it?
1: Hold on. Let me go back and look at read through the t- DMs.
3: Uh
1: do <laughs> you have something? It's on your calendar. Chris,
3: I do. Right? <laughs> I, I, I I need to check. Now I I'm thought like, you put it on your calendar.
0: I know I'm going to check now. No, he said he's putting <laughs> it on his calendar. He that, said that, doesn't, he said. that doesn't mean it made it there. I do that all the time.
3: Um I have many things on my calendar, but not that. Let's see. Where did I put it? Hold on. I thought uh, it was Record on the four. Oh, tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Tomorrow. What about? Because I need to
1: be ready. 14th uh episode seven of of the of wheel of
0: uh, time wheel of time tv okay. show okay. i'll watch it tonight and tomorrow Yay. okay i'm excited tomorrow tomorrow night
3: tomorrow <laughs> hey. night at nine o'clock
0: right at eight eight 30.
3: Oh, okay i have it for nine o'clock that's why be nine o'clock i, I can text her it's nine o'clock <laughs> like, no eight thirty works it. fine i'm i'm doing okay. dinner at six o'clock with my cousin but i already had this on my calendar okay cool yeah so that's an announcement. <laughs>
0: this is how organized we are here at the will reads um, i just gotta make sure i don't have to go to a hardware store tomorrow
1: listen listen christmas between christmas and everything i don't even know what's going on
0: these days just text um, her
3: and tell her we should probably do nine o'clock that way he can get back from the hardware store yeah
0: <laughs> i'll be shopping for lawnmowers in december and be like oh shit i forgot
1: that was melker's talks though that was talks. yeah
0: I still feel bad about that. <laughs> I was like, but, shit, that is right now, isn't it?
1: By I got, the way, the idea
3: from comes Rob
1: Rob is like, where's Ian? I was like, I don't know. Like, why? And they're like, he's supposed to be on right now. I was like, you didn't tell me this. And he's like, Yeah, I went right to Ian directly to Ian. I was like, That's your first There's your mistake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alan would have reminded me two days before. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like, So I call Ian up. I was like, Ian, what are you doing? He's like, I'm at Lowe's at the at the hardware store buying stuff. I was like, you know, you're recording with Malcolm Docs right now. He's like, Shit. Well, (laughs) not going to (laughs) happen. Allie and Danny, Allie from Wheel Takes and Danny from the Wheel Weaves, are waiting for (laughs) you.
0: Oh, man. I missed a good one. Again, sorry, guys, if you're listening. I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: So I have recording tonight. We got recording tomorrow night. I have dinner with the cousins. I've got Nutcracker Live Thursday night.
0: Is that breaking in the new mattress or like going to the Nutcracker? Oh,
3: we already.
0: Okay. Anyway, (laughs) going to the Nutcracker.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And
0: then we have Beauty and the Beasts on
3: Friday, and then Avatar two this weekend. Oh, Beauty and yeah. the Beast is
0: coming through Richmond again. I just saw. I got an email on that. We're thinking about taking the kids.
3: Well, yeah. we're watching it on TV. Okay, oh, we're yeah. gonna see if, see if Disney does a good job with the with this one.
1: We we can we can um we can plug that too. Yeah, Dragon Mount is interviewing Rafe on the seventeenth. That is. That'll we be can't cool. watch that, can
3: we? Well, um, Alan, you you filter stuff, it sure,
1: and then let us know. Two yeah. stuff, that's not a big deal. Oh, okay, it should be fine. Um, yeah, because we're way past where they are. Season two, do right? we
3: actually get a date for season two? Nope, <laughs> okay, because I saw something pop up from uh, people been
1: speculating like uh, there's something like India's uh, like Comic Con, somewhere in India, some kind of prime video panel. They dropped something and they they said early 2023, um, but that was like people are like i don't know if it's official or not so that doesn't i don't know what that yeah. means what's early i don't know
0: yeah maybe january uh, 1st i can be like where's it at
1: where's that
3: yeah i, I was waiting now. for the whole like
1: december um, 25th drop yeah. no they haven't done any marketing that's not they, that, yeah. that's not that's not a possibility uh who knows maybe if they're trying to
3: sneak it out there and just
1: do yeah they usually don't do that with tv shows
3: yeah, they're trying to make their
0: money on it. They got to get, yeah. they got to yeah. give, yeah. they got to give us time and the people like us to like help hype it up.
1: Yeah, or try cool. to do some marketing and stuff like that. So anyway, um, also, so before we get into these chapters, since we've done enough bullshit, um, <laughs> so, I, there's something I forgot to do last week, and I wanted to do this week, um, uh, and I didn't. I'm gonna put you guys on the spot. I should have prepped you guys for this, but we're gonna do it anyway. Um, and we've done it in previous books before. So I, I was gonna ask you like what predictions you have for this book. But I think that sometimes you're like, I don't know, but like what do you want out of this book? Like what do you want to happen?
3: I'm already getting some of what I wanted. Okay. More parent. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, um any big plot threads or anything like that that you want to like have
3: Well, I can't wait for Moraine to come back and hook up with my boy.
0: The dead girl, Moraine?
3: Yeah, she's coming back. Okay. She's not dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I, before getting into mine, I'll tack on Landfair coming back. I don't know why, but I just I got vibes of that happening. I, I can't yeah. tie it, I can't okay. tie it to anything in particular. But if she can come back, so can Moraine, right? Agree. So yeah.
3: Um, I'm I'm so having uh, listened to the prologue and the first two chapters, having things taking off, picking up right where they left off, I we're starting to see a little bit more continuity of the story okay so in my mind and i'm hoping this is true especially with the the powers of traveling the three to will not separate as much i think we're gonna mm-hmm. see some actual action i think we're gonna start seeing some um more world building in the sense of we've got the car we've got the the dragon reborn we have his general's we mm-hmm. have his armies, and so now I think it's prep time. I think, you know, we're going to see him kicking it the high gear in his recruitment efforts for more male channelers. I think we're going to see the conversion of more Aes Sedai, um, you know, taking the knee. Mm-hmm. Bend I, the knee. Bending the knees. Thank you. I knew you'd have the quote. Yeah. Um, I really. I will be knelt. I really? Yes that that i really would love to see more engagement from the wolf people and i kind of want to see some tinkers like searching for the song and maybe going into lands that haven't already been touched like maybe more with the um the sea folk the ones that um hates the most because i feel like they're going to become allies here in the next in this book We're going to have to wrap up that cast of people and we're going to have to start really focusing on the war to come. Yeah.
0: Okay. I like it.
3: Okay. Cool. I could be completely wrong at this point. Yeah. Sure. But I hope not.
0: (laughs) So a, a prediction is, before I get into what I want, a prediction, and I base this again like what Chris said, the little bit we've got from the beginning of this book. Um, we have a female Chandler shown how to use a gateway and we have all these Ashman and ran that could gateway and essentially what does that do? It really makes the world that we know smaller. So how do you compensate for that as an author? You make the actual world bigger or because of kind of the sci-fi twist of this of like the mirror worlds and the flicker worlds and the dream world and everything, maybe, Uh, one of our lead characters somehow gets trapped not in this world because there still needs to be a tension of them being separated of so uh, like somehow But what do i want to see what i want to see is actually a little darker um but for good reasons i want something to happen that gets matt and perrin clearly out of the shadow of rand um so many ways this can happen rand could get captured again in some mirror world or just like be separated on a different plane. Uh, or maybe we got hints of this coming up in this sh- chapter of parent kind of drawing a red line of, Hey, if you start doing XYZ, i Z, I'm a stand between you and that, right? There's a moral boundary that if you decide to cross, I'm going to fight you sort of thing. Um, and maybe Matt the same way, or Matt finds his girl and goes off to Sean Chan land and, but the reason for that is I want to be able to see the Perrin, the Matt, and uh, we've already seen it with some of the female characters, but I want them to be able to operate independently and grow more on their own. My favorite part about Perrin so far is when he went back to Edmunds Field and just became this badass doing his thing, stumbling and battling with the leadership and blacksmith or axe <laughs> or whatever. Like that was fantastic. I want to see that happen with Matt for sure. But when they're directly under Rand's wing, um, I just I don't see how that's gonna be as exciting if you try to write that in there. So some sort of conflict that separates them maybe because physically and they're in different planes or you know morally ethically they're they become frenemies. like I think they'll always okay. have love for each other, but you know if there's if there's some reason for them to stand against each other or at least not with each other and give them an opportunity to grow as characters on their own, I think that would be pretty cool okay. Cool. Was that cra- was that crazy, Chris? Am I asking no, too much? No, I, I don't think so. I, I kind of actually
3: agree with you a little bit. I do feel like they have to be their own people at some point, but yeah. at the same time, I mean, and and again, I have to remember we're only we're only at our halfway point. Yeah,
0: and, and, and that's some- why
3: I don't care to make predictions so much anymore. Just because, in a lot of these books, in his books at least, they're not very predictable.
0: Yeah, Okay. I'm I'm just trying to rely on some of the tropes I know and because I know how long the series is we know how many books there are. So the biggest thing is prediction wise is that because our ability to travel became so easy. Now we have to expand the world. Yeah. Um, So do we get more into Sean Chan? Do we have more issues with Teleron Riyadh? What if we end up in some crazy thing where like Rand finds a way that in order to win here, he has to go to some other Mirror world and when there to learn something or do something that today. like, yeah, like he levels up in a mirror world somehow to do good things. I don't know, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: I actually had the thought earlier today that maybe at some point it's just gonna skip way ahead because the other thing that I'm hoping for is like these people having an actual life outside of this battle, outside of this war, you know, having children, um, yeah. seeing their children do things, you know, that, that thought also entered my mind for sure. Chanel, good you good? Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. So how so, many of that,
0: how much of that did we get right, Alan? Sure. Yeah.
3: Just let us know. <laughs> Chanel, sure. how much
0: of that did we get right? <laughs> you know, how much of that did we get right?
3: What's happening hey. in this book that we need to know uh, about? Hell. Nothing. Nothing happens <laughs> in this book. This, <laughs> this book is uh... a... <laughs> she has a very devious laugh.
0: <laughs> oh, we heard it. That was great. Uh,
1: great.
3: Good.
0: All right. So, Let the dragon
3: um, ride again on the winds of time. time. What was, what will be, and what is may yet fall under the shadow with a capital S. Let the dragon ride again on the winds of time.
0: Yes. Alright, so I have, who's, I have who, an I- who
2: wants to, uh, I have an idea.
0: Have, oh. Towards the end of every book, assuming towards the end of every book, or as we get close to, like, a peak of conflict where a battle of sorts is going to happen, we need to have a a, a Jim Cantori episode where Chris and I try to put Jim Cantori on a map somewhere. And wherever he is on the map, that's where we're saying that's where shit's going to go down. (laughs) The hurricane. Hmm. Yeah. When I was listening earlier, I was like, maybe this is all just, you know, maybe... Maybe Robert Jordan had a thing for meteor meteorology. Like he keeps yeah. talking about which way the wind's blowing and where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to pay attention to that yeah. a little bit more. You know, where's Jim Cantori? That shit's important. Yeah, it's it's very important. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you, I've wrote out many hurricanes, but there there was one time I was in Panama City Beach and Jim Cantori showed up, and I was like, well. We're leaving. <laughs> this, is, this is where devastation is going to happen, and uh, you know, not to laugh about it. Literally, just east of Panama City Beach, all of Mexico Beach looked like a massive tornado went through there and leveled everything. <laughs> so, mm. yeah,
1: should do. Uh, Alan should do a poll
0: about the slog. Does it exist or not? Huh? We can do that. <laughs> I'm more curious, and it would be more appropriate for the listeners to answer. Um is the slog, even if you believe it exists, are we gonna notice it because we already go at such a slow pace? And we have the opportunity to get into the nitty-gritty of some things that other people reading fast might kind of find boring or <clears throat> skip over. Well, I'm an uh, optimist. I feel like it's gonna be great. I I mean some people
3: to the word slog. Yeah. Yeah. The, the banner just popped up about Spoiler Free Pass Chapter 2, so Slog's a
0: thing. Uh-oh. What here is we go. Slog? Who is Slog? Ooh. How is Slog? How is slog? <laughs> Does there
1: you the go. Slog I, start, I, started,
3: I started a poll. We're about to learn something new
0: tonight. Uh, See what what the community says. the middle and around Uh, again, I'm going to be there till the end. So uh,
3: who wants to read
1: the beginning of this book? uh, Because we do it every book. uh, The wheel of
3: time turns and ages comes and pass, leaving memories that became legend. Legend fades to myth and even myth is long forgotten when the age that gave its birth comes again. In one age called the third age by some, an age yet to come, an age long past, a wind rose in the great forest called Bramwood. The wind was not the beginning. There are neither beginning nor ending to the turning of the wheel of time, but it was a beginning.
0: Describe that A to us, Chris. What does it look like?
3: Italicized. <laughs> a little italicized Ooh. A. That A is so important to us
0: means everything. All right.
1: So here's the poll. We ended the poll. Let's see. Results are in. Um, it does it looks, exist. It says uh, f- f- no, 55 said no. 44 said
0: yes. Percent. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Something's 50-50. Uh, I yes, wonder so if yeah. it matters um, the age you are when you read through it. Because
2: yeah, I mean, we've we, always we talked we so stuff. much
0: about like when you're younger reading through it, how some things just go over your head or it they don't mean as much. But then as an adult or as a parent or other things that happen in your life, like maybe you can relate more to stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess I won't know until we get there. guess not.
1: Yeah.
3: And we'll never know because we won't ever be young enough to read it before we're old enough to read it. We're only getting older. Did you ever think about that? Maybe you should oh, your, constantly. your, your, your
0: <laughs> Look, guys, this is a picture of me when I was younger. Well, no shit. Every picture of you is a picture of you yeah, when you're yeah, younger. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, well, yeah. Well, look at this. This is a picture of me when I'm older. But Holy shit. How'd you do that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> With this new AI picture stuff. Um, it's a, it's a Mitch Hepberg just,
0: thing. I butchered it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does a good job with it. North
3: and east the wind blew as the searing sun rose high in the cloudless sky. North and east through parched trees with brown leaves and bare branches. Through scattered villages where the air shimmered from the heat. The wind brought no relief, no hint of rain, much less snow. North and east it blew past an ancient arch of finely worked stone that some said had been a gateway to a great city. And others a monument to some long forgotten battle, only weathered, illegible remnants of carving remains of massive stone. That's kind of depressing if you think about it. Like, that's our world. If we're going with this whole trope of this being like way far, so far in the future that it's now back in the past again, mm-hmm. our world is nothing but a remnant of what it once was. Like in the beginning, gonna... we joked about. This being America and this being Canada and this being this and this being that, but then like there are hints of it being actually,
1: yeah. Hmm? Have you ever been to ancient Rome? I mean, it's no, very I haven't, like,
3: like, it's yeah, on a bucket list for real. It's just
1: ruins everywhere. I mean, there's nothing like standing, it's all just a bunch of like dilapidated buildings that are crumbled and like little foundations left. And I mean, there are some stuff that's still there, like, but the form is like just a like here's yeah. a stairway that goes to nothing because the buildings collapse that used to be there
0: and, right? Like, like how about this? You want me to blow your mind? Yeah. All right. Name, name the ancient cultures that we know of that the obvious ones. You don't have to go down the rabbit hole. Ancient cultures that we know of that um had pyramids.
3: Oh, the oh, Egyptians. So many. The obvious, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, there you go. He went to it right off the bat. The ancient Mayans. Uh huh. Ancient Mayans. Anybody want to look up when the Mayans were at their peak and then uh, tell me if you think that's ancient or not?
3: Probably the 1960s.
0: Not ancient. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I mean I'm guessing. I have no idea, but
0: uh, Well, not 1960s, was, but definitely not what we would yeah, not what we would consider ancient at all. Uh but for some reason in how we've written the history about them and everything, we talk about this ancient culture and literally it's it was still pretty much close to its peak in prime. Not long before, was it was mostly the Spanish that went through that region, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So just before that, they were still kind of around and all the way up to and...
3: sixteen ninety seven A.D.
0: Yeah, is wow. that ancient? No, that's not, not ancient. That's yeah. when
3: the Americas was starting to really be
0: yeah taken that's over. when we were given smallpox but that's when the spanish are yeah.
1: getting smallpox bank blankets to everybody yeah yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible, only the horrible. spanish Anyways, um, it's
0: totally irrelevant but yeah. that blew my mind when i actually looked at the dates the other day i was like why do we say ancient when we talk to the mayans it's,
3: well and then the other thing is like thinking about this is, this is a good point
0: even ancient egypt had
3: an ancient egypt
0: like, oh, yeah. The pyramids were already, like, what, a couple thousand years old or a thousand years old when Cleopatra was there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, she had her own ancient Egyptian history in her backyard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, that's true. Very we true. all watched the same show. And if you
1: if you really want to get really, like, mind-blowing, let's like a Stegosaurus, which was, like, in the really early, I think it was in the Jurassic period, and then Channel Sterex was Cretaceous. So we're actually closer to T-Rex than T-Rex was to Stegosaurus. As far as time. Yeah, (laughs) that's cool.
3: Speaking of that, this devastation may have only been like literally a day old because we're walking right back into the battle scene where literally lightning was falling from the sky. People's heads were being popped like pimples. Yep. Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the first I, half I, of
1: this book just talked about Dumai's Wells because it's like there's a lot to, to talk about. So it's, it's like, let's recap the horror, from,
3: but from parents' perspective. From parents'
1: perspective, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so we start with Perrin. He's uh, sent a, a few miles south of Dumai's Wells and he's contemplating about all the naked uh, guys that are walking around and how it's a little uncomfortable. And other people are commenting about it too. And it's like it's just their culture, I guess.
3: I don't know. Yes, it's like, dude, you literally just watch heads being blown off of people's shoulders, and what you're worried about is the naked blonde. He's so parent. I think
0: is doing. I mean, we're getting his perspective. I think he's doing as good as we could expect parent to do, right? He he is accepting it. He has talked to some of his IEL resources a little bit to try and understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, it bothers him, but I think he's trying to respect the culture mm-hmm. or at least not be bothered by it as, as much, you know. Mm-hmm. I give him some props. But he's battling with it the same way. I mean, when Egwene first started hanging out with Aiel, when Rand first started hanging out with Aiel, they all kind of stumbled over the cultural differences quite a bit. So we just got to remember as the reader, it's not new to us. We've been doing shit, we've been doing this a while. Get used to it. Mm-hmm. But it's new to Perrin and all the yeah. people that came with Perrin. Uh, yeah, so. I think
3: what is new is kind of moving into the direction of the Banner of Light, some call it Althor's Banner. Others had darker names and shivered as they spoke them in whispers. So now we're starting to almost see Rand being, I don't want to use the word villainized yet, mm-hmm. but people, he's starting to get a lot more resistance from within in regards to the way he's taking care of things. So I'm a little a little worried for him here Mm
0: -hmm. let's backtrack a little bit remember when they ran into this battle Perrin's focus was I I have to save my friend uh the guy that's riding next to him on horseback screams last second you know for the dragon reborn I don't see Perrin ever charging in battle for the dragon reborn I think he's a very principled guy. I think if what they're fighting for falls in line with his morals and beliefs and he believes it's doing more good than bad, I think he will fight for it. Uh, and I think he'll fight for his friend as long as it doesn't cross certain lines, but I don't him or Matt, or, I mean, we could say Nynaeve and, and Egwene and all of them. I don't, I don't see them doing the, for the dragon reborn charge. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really yeah. know where I was going with that. I guess it falls into that what I'm hoping for is some of this separation that there's a lot of people that once Rand does his conquering, they just go the dragon reborn, the dragon reborn will fight for him because you have to. It's the dragon reborn. Um, I think Perrin's much more than that. He's not just gonna slide into that that category of I'm a follow blindly sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. And, and and Perrin's feeling really down at this point as well. So that's something also to note uh where he is mentally in this state um he's super guilty about the wolves um
3: uh, it you know. seems like the vast majority of them are slaughtered which i i like i felt for it because he, he was getting criticized from the other wolves left and right and they're That's just, what happens you know, when you mess with the two away. legs. For real like and they entered that battle not well Because they were aiding Perrin, but more importantly, because they were aiding
0: Rand. So I I did feel for him. But they still came and they attacked when he called. And I had to remind myself of this. This is a Perrin perspective. Mm -hmm. So Perrin feels guilty about it. So the thoughts about his interactions and comments from the wolves are going to have that guilt built into it. But then I started thinking, I was like, all right, let's consider a pack of wolves or group of wolves or whatever. There's just like, like all these groups of humans that we've run into so far, there's a, a group of them, you know, your young male wolves that want to prove themselves that probably would have gone into this battle. If they heard about or knew about the opportunity that, you know, they'd be itching for it. And Mm -hmm. then you have the old souls that are more diehard wolfy. that were the ones that knew about it, but chose not to go. And those are the ones parents talking about kind of sent the message of, I mean, This is what fucking happens. This is why you don't mess with two legs. I think parents putting it all on themselves, but if we had a wolf perspective about it that talked about the decision making of people to join, I bet you there's plenty of wolves that, and we even got a sense of it. There were plenty of wolves that when they heard that the dragon reborn was in trouble, they're like, all right, say no more on our way. But there's probably plenty of wolves also that heard about it. And they're like, "Mm, we're not getting mixed up in this. And so is it all parents fault? He feels that it is. That's where we're getting from this perspective. But I don't think it's all parents' fault. Sure, I think wolves have a complicated hierarchy, and I think they could they could be as complicated as as us. And there were some eager, and some not, and some naive, and some more wise. And agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you
1: also got to look around the camp. Besides the naked guy, Sean, that are coming over just to make everybody blush. Uh, you have the Tower Isadai they are under guard by the Ashaman. Ah, uh, the warders are being guarded by the main nurse, uh, and then there's also the stilled sisters that are there. Who, um, as Aram points out, take up space and just like you're just going kill all the I Like you know, like, let's let's kill some stuff. Let's just kill them all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Aram, <Aaron>, calm down. <laughs>
0: well, <and> I, <laughs> I like, a sword. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I I like the fact that we have this parallel. The High Chasteline is how you pronounce it, Chasteline. I mean, Hi, Cheseline. yeah, Chastain. the The whole idea is here. We have Parent doing nothing but worrying. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of how I read it. Like he's he's upset, he's worried, and he's reflecting. If I was back at home, missing his if, wife. Yeah, I'm missing my wife. There's all this chaos. There's all this killing. All of these things that need to be done. Then there's crazier thoughts coming <clears> from <throat> people near me, me that. You know, I knew some of them were off the rocker and then others I was worried that are unhinging and he's kind of like the stable mind in all of this and he's reflecting. He's like, you know, I should be feasting and dancing and then anybody who isn't remembering the good things and and being happy would literally get water dumped on their head and told to piss off. Mm -hmm. He's like, so this is where they've come in, in such a little time. He doesn't have or see that opportunity to really enjoy life anymore we know parent much rather would have had the hammer than the axe and now he's saying i don't know if i remember what to do with a hammer and i remember a time where they told me i get used to the axe and now i don't see myself without it so
0: good luck finding sure. your way back bro yeah so uh, if he figures it out give me a call let me now. <laughs> how, how about did, did you think uh, did you think about So you talk about this festival or whatever it is, this thing they're celebrating, where if you talk negatively, people dump water on you. But traditionally, it's cold enough that that would be a miserable experience. Oh, yeah. But but now the reality is that would be a relief because it's hot and stifling or whatever. So I don't know. I just kind of thought about that in the parallel of the reality that they're in that maybe the purpose of the festival is, you know, to kind of help encourage people to be positive during the cold parts of the year. Right. Yeah. But the reality is that, we're, and you expand that, like, you know, be positive, you know, in life in general, um, you know, cause there's bad days, there's good days, but you know, mm-hmm. you're, only, you're only happy to you make your mind up to be, but the weather now almost encourages you to just go ahead and be negative because getting water dumped on you according to parent that'd be kind of a relief rate it'd, like it feel great.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: maybe there's a parallel in the bigger picture of okay guys, I know normally we say don't be negative and down in the dumps but actually things are really bad right now. So mm-hmm. now you kind of need to recognize that. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> shit's bad.
1: Yeah, and it's not just all that but also the temporary alliance between the Aiel you and know, the Kyrian and the Mayaners and everything like that he feels is all falling apart everything's just falling apart um, yeah, that, was, well, you
3: used the word it was temporary
1: yeah this is all just for, to save Rand. now rand has been saved it's like uh, we still hate each other <laughs>
3: it's kind of and- like reverting back to what it was but they're all in one small spot and a lot of death has already
0: happened Mm-hmm. And we say it's revolving around Rand, but for different reasons and different prophecies and there's different motivations. Um, tonight I made my, I, I did a little slim shady and my tagline is, will the real he please come with the dawn? And I
3: thought you were talking about something else. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah I did this morning. And it's not that I don't think Rand mm-hmm. is he who comes with the dawn, although that's still debatable, Because Matt was there, and because we've seen examples of, yes, we have prophecy, then people misinterpret it, and time goes by, and yada, yada, yada. I just, I don't want to get so comfortable in assuming things until this whole series is over.
3: (laughs) I mean, there was a time where you assumed that Rand would become the evil one, and Matt would be the savior. And there are moments where
0: I don't think you're wrong. Right, that's not impossible. And we had some hints uh, within these chapters, I don't remember exactly, but they... They talk about the he who comes with the dawn thing and the Aiel. Uh Oh, and they talk about how, you know, their prophecies didn't include certain things about Rand that are happening that are rather mm. significant. Was it the, the fact that he channels? No, I think that's always in the prophecies. Who's Whose prophecy? The Iel Oh, the IEELs. I don't, uh, I don't Maybe I when do. we get to maybe when we get to it it'll it'll jog my mind a little bit better. But there was some little blip in these chapters about the whole it was about the Ashman not being in, involved in it. Well, definitely all. them not being yeah. involved. Yeah, for sure. But then it just made me go back to that original thought of, all right, we're still assuming that Rand is fulfilling all of the Aiel prophecy.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: early on, even Ruark made us realize that okay, there's there's evidence it might be Rand. But there's still more to our prophecy, and we still don't know what that is. Like we still don't know all the blocks that need to be checked. And any, anyways. Mm-hmm. So is yeah. he who comes with the dawn? Yeah, you know, we're supposed to feel confident about that right now, but maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? But if that uh, back to the original research started talking about it, if that's the reason the IEL are holding the truces they're holding and they're following Rand, like what happens if there's a shift? Um, and maybe that's that conflict I'm hoping for. Like, what if it is Matt, or they find out? I don't know. Any number of little things can change in these alliances between all these people that were formerly enemies could change like that. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, right. even if it even if it is Rand, Rand is Rand, but he's also lose and loses trying to take over. Yeah, so that could fuck it up too. Because lose is a little crazy. <laughs> Rand's a little crazy. They're all a little crazy. Um, they they saint some shit. <laughs> so,
1: at this point, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it, they've been through a lot. All the characters have.
0: Um,
1: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There, there's there's like I said, just just a lot of tension in the camp. Uh, the Ashimon and the Wise Ones as well are having their little tiffs with the ice and eye. Uh, and even Loyal is uneasy about the situation. Uh, just by keeping prisoners in general, uh, he's, he's the most far. uneasy. I, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was kind to wait until we brought him up. He's the most uneasy about it. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear a little bit more of the ties between the Ogier and the Aes Sedai. And he seems super sensitive about the disrespecting the Aes Sedai and everything. Um, Is there a moment where you feel like he has a split personality? Loyal? Yeah.
3: Like he's going into battle and like doing all these things that Ogiers don't typically do. And then as soon as the battle is over with, it's like focus, hyper focus on his novel.
0: Sure. I guess I didn't think of it that way. Um, it could be I mean, a way I mean, of...
3: there's probably nothing behind it, but it just it keeps coming back
0: to my no. mind. Like, how is he it could be a way of him kind of disassociating from the reality of what he's experienced by telling himself he's there as an observer, he's there, you know, he's trying to find purpose within this chaos and in the killing. I, I don't think it, um, everything we know about loyal when we met him and even up to this point, you don't look at him and think, oh, he's a natural born killer, but he, he just killed a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And so how was he dealing with that? Um, getting hyper-focused on the book. I, yeah. Is that a traumatic response? I absolutely believe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a it's way for him? Ther- to-
1: it's good the therapy too. Yeah. There's actually, um, there's a guy I met in Richmond um, who has a nonprofit that works with veterans with PTSD. Uh, and he's a professional writer and writes war, war stories and started a nonprofit to help uh, veterans learn to write. Because uh, a lot of times they can't express and verbalize their feelings and their experiences, but helping them, even if they don't share it with anyone else, just to put it down on paper and get it out somehow. Um, Because a lot of times they can't talk about it. Uh, they don't want to talk about it. It's just, but there's something therapeutic about being able
0: just to write it and get it out in some kind of way,
1: even if no one else ever reads it, just the fact that you can
0: get it out. You you know what? uh, In my first deployment as a chaplain assistant, you know what the absolute worst part of my job was the, the realization that we, so after, after uh, an incident where there was a loss of life or anything like that, IED, you know, gunfight, whatever. And somebody died. um, My job at that point, was it wasn't just counsel to help those guys my mission focus was always to get them back in the fight mm-hmm. um and that's what the commander was always like look i know this is tough this is what we got to do and then i start looking at the training and what they trained us to do and what what the counselings we did and the focus wasn't 100 percent on making sure the survivors were okay it was making them viable to continue the mission um and I won't go too far down that. So it was was horrible. It was tough. But I say that because the number one thing we did, uh, we made sure they were fed, you know, they got to eat the adrenaline's dropping after an incident, but right off the bat, we got them together and we found ways through different techniques to get them to start talking about what happened Um, and in the group of people that experienced it together. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not smart enough. I didn't study long enough to know what, what that is that, Sure. Kind of causes that relief that you were talking about, Alan, but it makes a huge difference. The guys that were able to go through that and the guys that weren't how quick they're able to bounce back to start telling, well, from where I was sitting, this is what I saw. Mm-hmm. And this is how I experienced it. And the other guy was like, no, it didn't happen like that. Like before he did this, then this went off and da 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 And you just get him talking about it. And plus question mark equals they're able to move on, you right. know? Um, yeah. So Chris, not a small thing. I definitely think this is a way that loyal is dealing with what he just went through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting that through a parent perspective, we get parent noticing that, or at least commenting on it as he struggles with his own aftermath of this battle and losing Edmunds fielders. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. What's up with Jordan? Just sprinkling that shit in there. I, like, I didn't even think to bring that up until you started talking about it, Chris. But that was literally just a sprinkle, yeah. But it was there, and I think it's more important than the few sentences that I think Jordan meant a lot more by it than the few sentences he assigned to it, sure. You know, yeah. And, anyway, and that's
1: it. We come pretty much to the end of this chapter with, with Perrin kind of telling everybody, Hey, no one's gonna kill anybody, no one's just stand down, everybody get along. I'm gonna go talk to Rand, and that's how
2: we end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so did this chapter have the pissing match between the i said i lady and Perrin, or is that next that's chapter? The next, that's the next that's next chapter this chapter is yeah. really short okay yeah. i just want to make sure we didn't skip that i still don't no. have the physical book in front of me yeah Sorry. yeah
1: that's next chapter yeah, i but, might
0: i might actually need to take you up on snagging this book from you if you have an extra copy alan i do okay i have several <laughs> I, I, well,
3: I was um, like i started a start collection now
0: I'll oh. probably stop by Saturday if you have this one and the next one.
1: Yeah, I have this one and the next one. Yes, okay, I have both. Yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> um, so you can have them. Um, I I, I have them. So
0: apparently, with the six dollars left in my account, I can't order any books. It's not enough.
2: Yeah. Okay, well,
1: I can I can
0: order you a book too. That's that's fine. Ah. Yeah. I'd like an excuse to come say hi, even for okay, a minute, yeah, yeah. If, yes. if that's okay,
1: that's good. Yeah, you might get put to work if you stop by too long because we're.
3: Like That's full, okay. Like, full get ready mode. I need, I need to feel useful anyway.
0: So if He's you can, if can that, use me, sure. I got a hobo beard, so he could definitely use. <laughs> look, so what, what we all didn't get when we were recording during COVID is my transition into the homeless look because we weren't doing the video portion. Any of you all watching this, uh, you're experiencing the transition of Ian going from clean cut. I can still look somewhat young and professional to homeless flabby uh just <laughs> gnarly don't give a fuck but so, also happier like this is so, the me i'm supposed to be i said that's the chanel we actually had a i con-
3: i'm sorry you have something to say alan go ahead say it
1: no i was gonna say speaking of like the transition piece there's a there's a guy that i'm in i'm in a a, a work group with who's uh actually the base commander of a local army base here he's a colonel he showed up to the last meeting that we're at and he, he had a beard like started coming just starting to come in and i looked at him i was like because I've, I've known him now for a few years and he's a colonel in the army and he has a beard i looked at him i was like Ev- everything okay Everything like, he, 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 he goes he goes he goes uh yeah i got my transition orders uh my last day as in the army is on march 31st i'm on the way out and i was like got it he's growing it out i don't care anymore he's <laughs> growing it out it's
0: like i don't care anymore That's what said. meredith asked the other day she was like how long are you gonna let it grow? I was like, <laughs> I was like, as long as God wills it to be. What kind of question is that? <laughs> How, you want me to interfere with God's creation? Like, we're gonna see what He had in mind when He made me.
2: <laughs> I,
1: I I did no shade November and it got pretty pretty full. I did trim up uh, yeah. a couple, a couple of days yeah. ago, but yeah, we've always
0: been able to grow a really good one. Yeah, yeah.
3: I've I've been growing this off for the last you know six months and. You keep it clean. Yeah. Yours
0: always stays nice and trim. Yours looks, yeah. yours looks fresh. You
3: see it? I like it. Oh, awesome. you you can see the little, see yeah. all that? Okay. That right there it's wow. like three. That's almost a month and a half worth of growth.
1: <laughs> there you go. You that's a know. week. It's okay. That's a week for me. was <laughs> <laughs> the who is the teacher that we had? Um, that you you watch it grow. Um, it was a chemistry teacher, Mr. Foley.
0: Foley. 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 Yep. Yeah, he was like prayer service. He was a clean shave
1: in the morning and have like a beard by the afternoon. I mean, I've never
0: seen. Oh wow! That. It was, he was just a, like he was a man's was just man. He coming in like, he was like- <laughs> that guy was awesome. Did he wear
3: a flannel? <laughs> Did he have an axe? <laughs> Sometimes
0: uh, uh, I would put past him. He was one of the few teachers that can handle our shenanigans because we would start to shenanigans and he would literally just get in your face and yell. I mean, in a positive way, but yeah. he would do whatever it took to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was not intimidated, but inspired by him. Yeah. The, uh, He's like, I actually learned stuff from him in high school, which. In
3: right? my 40s, I want to be like you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Mr. Foley, if you're listening, thank you. You were a great teacher. <laughs> you, man. All
1: right. Um, do you want to move to chapter two?
0: Families have a lot going on.
1: Which sure. should be which should be called? Do you smell a Perrin? <laughs> it's,
3: mm, yeah. it's all about the smells, <laughs>
1: lots and lots. I don't know, of going back to meat. what you said
3: a minute ago, <laughs> you no, know, Ian, you were like, um, you know, happier. Yeah. And I was telling Chanel that, just kind of reflecting on the last couple of years, and I was like, you know, in that two-year span when we first started this, up until you know, Chanel entered my life and. I moved here to Charlotte, you know, surfing from different couches and, you know, renting from different people and sharing rooms in different houses. And there was something freeing about not having responsibility. And that's not something i would ever had before. And do I miss it a little bit every now and then? Yeah. Like I have had a hell of a lot of other problems, a whole hell of a lot. Yeah, I've heard about all of them because you've been Jer- for those of you that have been here. Or have listened, you know, or most of them, but there was a lot of struggle and a lot of pain. But at the same time, it was like if I die tomorrow, yeah, it doesn't impact the world much. Like now I feel like there's 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 purpose and responsibility and you have this you know, there's yeah. yeah. (laughs) I mean that was not the only thing. That's true. That that is true and you know it this podcast kept me going and continues to keep me going Aww. quite often but it, um,
0: it it's been there i feel you there's been a couple times where yeah yeah, yeah the need to be yeah. here was important in my life
3: yes that's that's <laughs> yeah. real life yeah so and we were, i was just in a conversation today like i had this training and i went and I balled out and i was awesome and my boss's boss's boss is there and talking about how I, excited they were about hiring me because they had met me beforehand as mentors and i'm like i don't want this responsibility i don't want this all like no don't yeah don't pay me any attention because i don't need this pressure at all (laughs) Yeah, it's not worth it (laughs) you're not paying me enough
0: (laughs) we're we're gonna turn into a therapy session i'll say this Mm -hmm. i know i'm about to get back into it that's why like I'm okay with them fucking things up with my transition back to work because I know once it starts again, uh, I'm going to go right back into being the Ian that I have to be and being the Ian that people expect. Um, but that's not going to be the Ian I want to be or the Ian that, you know, I think I was supposed to be. That's, that sounds all really depressing, but like (laughs) since, since I've been 16 years old, um, I've just been doing what I have to do, or yeah. meeting people's expectations of me, and I don't know. I, don't I feel know like
3: there's it. some balance in between. I think that's the difference in where I was versus where I am. Like I, I had that transition back to okay, I got to be this thing, I got to be that, and I got to do this, and I have to do that, and you know, now I'm about to be a married man. I got to get this together, and now I'm like, you know what? I don't have to be perfect. Well, and I'm just not going to take all of the shit. And I think kind of relating parents kind of in this moment to
0: where bingo i was about to bring us back to that <laughs> definitely he is 100 he's there
3: yeah he's mm-hmm. like
0: i'm a married man i'm a
3: lord you know i have all this responsibility and here i am burying people that i know people that i care about i'm burying mm-hmm. people that i don't know but that i should care about because I'm not a violent person, but I find myself choosing the axe
0: over the hammer. Black blacksmiths aren't supposed to be burying their friends. Yeah, like what is- I,
3: I yearn for, yearn for, the hammer, but I mean the title, the butcher's yard. Like
2: mm-hmm.
3: i may yeah. yearn for the hammer, but I always have the axe doing what he in my hand. he keeps doing what he has to do in the moment.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and he's reflect- and- he's reflecting on this. I mean, about the 19 men, tuners men that
0: died yes yeah but he reflects on it every time right um and, and trying to tie that together like he has good justification that are based off of his morals and principles and everything every time he gets involved in these conflicts and has to kill and whatever so like you don't you don't feel bad you don't feel like he's a bad person for the killing that he does but then when he takes the time like this to reflect on it it still is a realization that this isn't me but how long How long is this conflict gonna happen? Where he has to keep doing what he has to do, a year, two years, three years, and after a certain amount of time goes by, how
1: long must we sing
0: this? How do you? How do you just? How long until you just become that person and the person you want to be is just? That's an ancient dream and thought. Shit ain't gonna happen.
3: And the word hammer stroke just keeps popping back up. That's is that nailing Mm -hmm. the the coffins shut like.
0: On a well timed hammer stroke by the right person, let me tell you, that'll put you in a different place. Depends
3: <laughs> on <all> which hammer. <laughs> That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> Goodness.
0: I've I, I buried some people myself. <laughs> I generally don't subscribe to Ruff, but mm-hmm. when done correctly, <laughs> when dumb correctly you sure beds will break
2: <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> okay there we go all right we're back to our regular back. Podcast right.
2: Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and as he's walking he looks over the field and it's just a sea of black um with just ravens and crows and just birds feasting on all the corpses um that are down there and as far as the eye can see just like a, a wave like i guess they as kind of undulating like just
0: undulating yeah. you said undulating. it <laughs> i think that's the know, they used <laughs> i know who that's for <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so um but yeah uh but Undulation.
2: it's uh, undulating.
1: uh but yeah a, a sea of uh of crows uh or, or ravens, and they actually makes i think karuna makes a, a, a advice
0: that just killed all the ravens because it could be spies of the dark ones like what's the point like even the ashaman are satiated like enough death has happened like yeah, I think that's more his motivation. Y- yes, there was the what's what's his point. And sorry that's to p- interrupt, but promise, not sorry. Yeah. Um, You know, for you know, you might kill the one that was OK. And then the messenger gets away. But I think the motivation was more as his, his other kind of internal and, and what he said about the Ashma being satiated. Perrin's done with death right now. Yeah, the worst of the worst could be in front of him right now. And everybody be clamoring for an immediate execution. Perrin would stop it. Not now. Yeah. like. like- have you, have you ever been in a tropical area that's mosquito
1: infested? Like, where they come no. in a swarm? Yeah, Pocosin. Yes. <laughs> and, and mili- I mean, the military
0: and has issued me malaria pills in multiple locations. And there's locations. no yes.
1: point to even trying to swat at them, because like, as soon as you swat at them, like, it just turns black again with mosquitoes covering your arm like just, this. Just oh, Pocosin in the summer. Oh yeah. Little, little, little P-Town. Yeah, Pocosin's almost
0: as dumb as New Orleans. Um... <laughs> Like at a certain point, you got to look at the way the tide rises and falls and go, we shouldn't build here. But human beings uh, go, "Uh, I got an engineering buddy that says we can do it. And then they do it. And then shit goes underwater. And they're like, what happened? I'm like, well, (laughs) fucking nature happened. Like,
1: Uh, I'm trying to remember the I I think the Picosan, the Indian name Picosan means swamp. Yes. or like salt yeah or, salt, or something like that and something like when the settlers that. came here they asked the indians oh, what's that land over there he goes like but coasting oh that sounds nice let's go build there like and they're like okay uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. there's a reason why we don't go over there it's funny <laughs> well the the jamestown settlement was kind of like that uh oh, and others awesome. in north carolina it's funny like we get here and there's the native americans in the area so they're like well we'll just initially occupy a space where they're not Well, fuckers, they weren't there because it's a bad place to be (laughs) like (laughs) after generations. They were like, we are not going to put our housing there (laughs) because it ain't going to (laughs) last. It's a bad spot. Right. But colonialism. Yeah. Yes. We know better. All right.
1: Yeah. um, But yeah, pointless and Ashman are completely exhausted. So, um, yeah, uh, he reprimands her for disobeying orders uh, to stay out of battle. This is where Perrin gets in this tiff with the I because he's he didn't turn and starts reprimanding her, you know, about it.
0: And she then starts to get snippy. And yeah, I wish Rand didn't show up as soon as he did because I feel like Perrin would Perrin had an opportunity for one more good comeback. Mm -hmm. Um, so before we all right, I'll start at the beginning. Um, you know, Perrin starts to lecture her about really putting his other. Uh, people in danger by not following his instructions for the battle and then she makes a good comeback about well because of our oaths, if you want us to be effective we had to get into a position where we were threatened right and already when i'm reading that i'm like you got to read between the lines but parents smart and immediately after that he's like we got to read between the lines because you know they might tell you the truth that's not the full truth blah blah blah
3: blah yeah
0: but oh my goodness did it Did it rile me up when she started her farm boy fucking comments to Perrin? If there was any moment where Perrin should have taken hold of what he is becoming and what he already is, I wish it was right there. I wish he would have answered back with something like the fact that you would even call me farm boy and possibly be dumb enough to actually think that's all I am. That just proves how much you don't know. Right. the trouble is, I don't know that Perrin actually believes that about himself yet, but it would have been wonderful if he would have dropped that bomb on her. But also, Rand showed up, so he didn't get an opportunity for the final comeback. You know, she kind of farm boyed him, and he mm-hmm. just growled a little bit, and that was it.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, I think Parent's also tired of arguing. Like, he literally, the night before, watched and listened to Rand go through the 151 maidens that die. Oof. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and not only that, he's curled up and all rocking back and forth. He's losing it. I don't think it's necessarily that he's losing it, but he's just so lost in despair. And he knows that these people are dying for him. And parents sees the same thing. And parents like, look, I'm only telling you this because I don't want you to die. But if that's what it's going to be about then do what you want to do because that that was this whole thing like stop entering the battle you had protection you would have been fine but you put yourself in a situation and other people had to act and other people and they got other people
2: killed killed. yeah
3: yeah and you can justify that however you want but had you listened to my instruction maybe we wouldn't have so many graves to, to to um erect or or to to put into the ground today and I think, but that—that's the part of war in general that you know you have to come to terms with is not everybody's going to listen, and not everyone's going to follow, and, and shit's going to happen. And parents not ready to lose people.
0: Yeah, I think parent charging into that battle and the conversations beforehand—they—they they stamped a one-way ticket. The fact that it became two-way, pure luck luck yeah. or the pattern or i mean whatever you want to call it but in their minds and all their minds he was charging into a one-way battle um mm-hmm. so i don't know if i completely agree with that but like i still think even if you're going into a one-way battle somebody like perrin is going to try and do it where he's the tip of the spear the worst is going to come down on him and the strategy that's set up is to give everybody else the best opportunity
2: Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm.
0: i so that's me agreeing slash disagreeing with you uh, mm. I, I think it was gonna be i think he knew it was gonna be a bad day for everybody but they certainly made it worse correct and their, and their actions were definitely responsible for specific deaths and that right, was yeah. that was he wasn't standing for that
1: yeah and then after in the middle of this argument Rand finally shows up um taim and Sorila are both with him um his little entourage um and they're and arguing men. about and men, yeah. Uh, and they're talking about who should be given care of the I said I finally, you know, Rand snaps and tells them all to shut up and be silent. <laughs> and parents are a little shocked that also the I said I that are that horn Phility come with uh so, some of the other ones come up with Rand as well. He's a little shocked by that that they're actually taken to that oath. Yeah. Um, and he, and then uh parents start smelling everything, smelling the situation.
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean i was i was excited like bunch, for the sniffs of Taim. I, I still don't trust Taim. i still think he's forsaken worthy um what do so, you think yeah. about
3: this new guy that's saying i know i'm skipping way far ahead but the guy hanging out with ran now wait Whatever. where wait
0: where's he where's he from we'll get because they make that specific point yeah the, is it, wasn't it like the Black Hills? Farm, or the Farm, the Black Hills, something like that. And let's go back to our introduction. Is that in relation to where the winds are blowing from?
1: The Bramwood.
0: This is is Bramwood the, the same as where this guy's from? I could have looked this up myself, but I don't have a map because I don't have the book. And I'm afraid to Google because mm. I did that once and I almost spoiled literally everything. So I don't <laughs> Google anymore. <laughs> yeah bram, bram wood is north of camelin um and where was the wind from Bramwood. and where's this guy from bram wood. i thought no I, th- some, I thought it was black hills or yeah he's a farmer um well we got to jump to it now somebody find it we got to now Ooh. i gotta know
3: i was put Zool on it while we power ahead yeah um i mean his name's yeah, yeah. Anyways. well when we but get yeah. to it she somebody who has
0: a book in front of them track. can let us can let us know yeah I And, mean, but anyways parent sniffing i like that he sniffing Taim. i feel like warning bells should be ringing about this guy yeah, yeah I, can't remember, I can't remember where they said where from. anyway
1: but back to where we were um yeah yeah like, where Tying were we time smells, <laughs> smells like fury Sorila <laughs> Sur- and Ami smell like termination um and, and, and then Rand kind of snaps and says, All right, I all said, Iron care the wise ones, which causes a lot, a little bit of a, a lot, a little bit. Yeah. A lot of strife. Pi-
0: pygmy yeah. shrimp or large, large pygmy.
1: Yeah. Large pygmy. Yeah. And shimmy, not shimmy, just shimmy. the shimmy. ones that are captive, but all of them. All of them. The wise ones are in charge of.
0: Yes. I like it. But that's but, another thing. We go, let's go back to the. As that happens, what does Rand sniff on time? a little bit of satisfaction yeah with a smug look on his face as a, as though it, like if we had a taim perspective here it would be like you know taim is trying to control the situation he's trying to influence Rand to get things the way he wants and then when this decree is made this is a moment where taim almost gives off the scent of okay i didn't think of that but that's fucking hilarious that's perfect yeah Well, he's
3: just trying to move them out of the way. Now, of course, it would have been nice to have them under his watch. But now they're under, you know, equally harsh watch. And they're out of his hair.
0: But yes, but I get uh, there was a smug satisfaction. So in my mind, one of two things happened. Either he has such a hatred for the female channelers, the female Aes Sedai, that as long as something happened to them that was you know, embarrassing or would kind of put them in the place. He was okay with that. So maybe okay. it was a smug. Haha, I didn't think of that, but that's actually a good one that that'll teach him a lesson. But then there's the worst side. Either he wanted his Ashaman in charge of the eyes to die. So he could influence that. So he could somehow control that. Mm-hmm. And if he's somewhat okay with the wise ones being in charge of it, then he still thinks he has some over some other control over that. Meaning yeah. maybe maybe he has a dark friend within the wise ones that can influence yeah or he has some sort of way to control that so either he just yep. hates them and he's like haha that's funny or he wanted to control them and he's equally satisfied that they're going to the wise ones cuz he could still influence that how are we going to feel when he has nothing to do with so south of candor which is near the blight okay yeah so not quite the same i thought i got excited this guy had something to do with which way the wind was blowing, but not quite. <coughs> no. Okay.
1: Anyway. Yeah. So are you, are you asking Chris?
0: I don't remember. Okay. I'm too all over the place tonight. Sorry, Chris. No,
1: you're good. Right. Yeah. Ramble, um,
0: ramble on slightly tight, but
1: yeah, like I said, time gets a little upset thinking that they should be the ones over watching the Ice and I to die. And Rand's like, no, I gave you guys tasks. You guys have more important things to do. You're not in charge with them. Right. Yeah. Go do your things. Um, you're supposed to be training, finding more ashman Not, 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 not babysitting. Starting. Not babysitting. Yeah. Uh, and Karuna then tries to argue with Rand, and Rand just cuts her off. Is like, didn't you bend the knee? I, am pretty sure you bent the knee. Um, so
0: tell me again about this knee
3: bending. Yeah. So uh, she's like, these are O's stronger than any other O's We're not gonna break them anytime soon.
0: We're not even trying to find a way, which we know is a lie. Yeah, well, I do like the only a dark friend can break them, and then there was like, uh, "Oh, what do you suspect us of being?" And Rand cut him up, cut her off. and was like, uh, "If I suspected you be being a dark friend, you absolutely would be going with time right now, and that would not that would not be fun for you." Yeah. yeah. So, time's not completely out of the I said eye business. Here, hold on mm-hmm. a second, Meredith. Raz is peeing on the carpet in front of me yeah he was he was dancing around for a while and i almost said something he did a dance but he doesn't know that i'm recording he thought he was dancing for me that is a lot of pee i i mean just normally i'd say you know maybe rub his nose in it but that i don't think that was his fault that was a solid tap dance but i have headphones on i didn't realize what was happening until it was too late <laughs> um uh, yeah he's still well, a good boy he's still good he, boy. you know what he can hear you so careful <laughs> yeah. he, he is a good boy it fucking pisses me off he's such a good boy <laughs> this yeah. one's not his fault this one's not his fault okay no, 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 no. He just, yeah, he really, he really had to go with. Hi, if, Meredith. Yeah. We love you still so much. Everybody said hi. hi guys. Hello. I'm she not
3: everybody. Hi. I want a specific Chris.
0: Chris <laughs> said hi. <laughs> and he got mad that I said everybody. Chris said hi.
3: I said hi too. Hi.
0: Allie, <laughs> your dark friend. Yeah. Oh, well. oh Here you go. There she is. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm just pee. yep Oh uh, right. Rat poor guy. Raz looks a little nervous, like, Shh, is am I gonna get, get scolded? I don't know. No, no he's good. That was All our right. fault. Where were we? So though?
1: where were we? So um yeah, just told uh Karuna to obey. Uh and then Barra one of the wise ones, comes in and says, Okay, you need to get healed, Rand. And our one of the Barra she's I said I.
3: Um, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, well, I, no need to you know, be well, specific. I saw, I saw, I saw. Everyone said he needs yeah. to get healed.
0: Everyone says he
1: needs to get healed. The IEL, um,
0: like everybody's looking at him, like, stop yeah. trying to prove a point. Yeah. Get and healed. finally, Rand just
1: started, kind of shrugs and just p- looks directly at Alana. And I was like,
0: you come here.
3: No, he points, <laughs> points. at Alana behind him. And it, I think it's starting to click. It's starting I'll to was Patrick Mahomes, no look,
0: touchdown pass. Yeah.
3: Parents, like, how did he do that? Wait a yeah. second, something's not right here. Something's not right. Something there. like the smells that I'm getting from them. The smells are probably the best thing about this chapter.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what I said. This is parent smells, scratch a sniff chapter. <laughs> I wish
3: I had gone through and like taken notes from this chapter about all the different smells, and and because parent has a, a new ability that's almost as helpful as men's. That's where men can kind of see the things going on. Parent can smell the things going on.
0: I'm glad you brought that up. We've already talked about parent perspective, and this is a new parent power. And just because he can do it doesn't mean he's interpreting it right. We talk so much about men and whatever she sees comes true, and blah, 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 blah. But now we're getting a new wrinkle. Let's jump forward a little bit to men talking about her power and how it's fuzzy with eyes to die, especially when they're channeling. Mm-hmm. And then it made me think maybe she does have the ability to see things that can come, but then we know there's people to especially that can change the pattern. Sometimes they get pulled by it, but sometimes they can pull it also. And then the weaves get pulled around them. But what happens when I channel, they change the natural order of things. It's not magic. Like shit comes out of nowhere. Their channeling interacts with the natural world around them to make things happen. So that's why I think when she's looking at Aes Sedai and even warders that are bonded to them, things are fuzzy because these are characters that have the ability to change outcomes.
1: So is that why every picture of Bigfoot's fuzzies? Because he's actually just uh, an Isidai? Sedai?
0: And yeah he's, he's fuzzy. like there is there, there is some factual reality there but also <laughs> like he's in flux because he can change things he can change things so bigfoot is an eyes and eye yeah agreed but awesome. anyways i relate that to parents <laughs> sniffing because you always right now at least it's an untrained power and maybe he buys into it too much or he thinks a certain smell means absolutely this is what somebody's feeling but we know people are more complicated than that or sometimes they're more mature than what emotions hit them. So like I could give off an emotion of anger, but I've matured a a certain way where that's not what I'm going to express or I recognize in myself that that's, you know, the anger is a selfish feeling. I need to think about the entire situation and blah, 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 blah. So parent has the power.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Eddie. I should stop <laughs> drinking.
0: I don't know. You just you tell me when to stop, Chris. Because <laughs> a- I mean, the one wrinkle in that
3: is Rand, because she can see and she's seen things over other people. It's when they're channeling
2: mm-hmm.
3: that things get fuzzy. Yeah, right. As if a the taint may be blocking her from seeing things going on with the Asham- Ashaman, and then. Uh, True. Uh,
0: tank. Now, the somebody's
3: tank. paying attention. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. the, the tank gets me a little fuzzy sometimes, too. It's a...
3: But so, I, I you know, I, it's almost like interference. And so, at that point, when they're drawing on the power, they're drawing on another source, and that source is being fed through them. And so, she can't see their path because. It's not them that she's seeing necessarily. It is the power itself.
0: Oh, good. Mm. Good twist. Mm. And plausible. Interesting. I like it.
3: Interdesting.
0: Interdesting.
3: We got an interesting. That's the first one we've had in a while. Sure.
0: (laughs) And a sure. That sure sure was a cover up. Go back to the Interesting. Nailed That it. was the one. <laughs> <laughs> Alan tra- Alan trying to backpedal there Back into a track, shirt. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Chris Chris totally scored it. Interesting. <sighs> I like it. Um yeah. Um then, so he's
3: the car karn, surely he is not a fool, I think. So I, I they they're still sidestepping him and trying to, you know, make him feel like he's gonna be a less than person unless he follows the advice and uh-huh. You know, Rand calls on the person he's bonded to, which was a smart move. He's like, I'm not going to be rebonded. You're not going to switch this bond. You're not going to tack an extra tick in me. Like, mm-hmm. and then he even, you know, what is his name? Our our friend, our our Tyene, because our, we know he gets the title soon. Taim, I'm not even going to let you be the one to do it. He's like, you know, if I'm going to have to be healed, gonna have to be bonded i'm gonna make full use of it and he like cups her face in his hand and he like it's almost loving like
0: but orders her at the same time yeah i like that like maybe she likes it too yeah i gotta throw something in here um i think there's also a wrinkle of touch in my in my mind this is how it played out me she bonded him without his consent and he's already displayed some of his power and some of his resources with the Ashaman. So she has an idea of this sense of, oh, you're going to bond me. Do you know who you're fucking with? And in this moment, he knew that she would not only just heal him from like, you know, what he had going on right now, but that would strengthen that connection. And she would have a sense of this wound that he got from Balsy that she Mm -hmm. even comments on like, how do you fucking live with that pain? And when he gave her that command, it was almost like he was going, this is who you're fucking with. Yeah. You chose this. You Mm -hmm. bonded this fucking heal me. This is what, this is who I fucking am. And when she did, she was almost in tears. Like, like, "Like, like, how do you live? How How do you live? (laughs) How are you even going on? And so in a way, I, I think that was part of the intention of him calling her out one, not, not wanting to share that he, he knows anybody else that goes to heal them is going to be able to sense that. Mm-hmm, but that yeah. was, that was kind of like maybe a, I would say bonding moment, but I don't want to use that word since she bonded him, but it was a moment mm-hmm. of him going, this is, this is what you just bought into. This mm-hmm. is who I am.
3: This is what you just forced yourself into.
0: Yeah. I hope you're ready. or Or, or I know you're not ready for this. Yeah, but this I don't is, care
3: if you're ready or not. This is what you're getting.
0: This is all of me, and by the way, I think it's gonna get worse. Welcome to the ride. <laughs> there are no exits. Exactly. Here we go. So, and I know I'm way reading into that, but like, <laughs> that was kind of a no, no,
3: no. You, you, you hit that the nail on the head with that one. Um, Dana said it in the chat. So it was like that. The face touch is very intimate, and it is like when you cup somebody's face in your hand that's that's intimate for one it's either very condescending yes. and demeaning like you're you're beneath me and i take pity on you child or that, it's that wasn't i love the vibe you here. yeah and that was i agree like yeah. welcome welcome to the team yeah thank you for and, sharing into my pain
0: yeah but so now when it comes to the bonding we know why lose is furious about it but then if we think about rand and parent and all of them, where they came from and how they were raised and is ran more upset about it because she attached herself to him and he knows where he's going or he thinks he knows where he's going and it's not a good place. And now she has to go with him. So like, is his anger with her more, more out of, uh, I think it's
3: complex. I think it's a, it's, it's sympathy. Layers.
0: Like why? Like I didn't want to bring anybody layers. down this path with me.
3: I mean, he's actively avoiding the women that he loves. Yeah. He's actively, actively separating himself from his friends. Like, you're right. It's yeah. layered. He realizes now she has no choice. She is going to feel yeah. that pain when he dies. She's mm. going to feel the decisions that he makes. She'll probably feel when he finally loses it. Yeah. And then when he has to be strapped into that actual physical bondage, if it happens, as we said, he's going to end up with an i of some sort connected to him. Like, she's mm. going to have to go through all of that with him. She's already spending her days crying over him.
0: Yeah. Crying over the loss of the last and then Mm -hmm. crying over his pain. Well, Perrin mentioned how much she looked like she was struggling and she's struggling because of Rand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is crazy. Everybody around him, all of his advisors, they're yelling at him. You got to get healed. You got to get healed. But they're thinking about let's heal from this battle so you can feel a little better. And Mm -hmm. the reason he's fighting it is not pride of i don't want to be healed it's i don't want to share my pain yeah Mm -hmm. and when he was like finally fine fuck you come here heal me great there we go there's my pain deal with it now how do you feel about that and she was just shuddering how about them apples how about he just (laughs) no he said applesauce <laughs> uh,
1: so the Aes Sedai leave with the wise ones after this, uh, and he's left with Ta'im, uh
0: who insists that Rand should have an honor guard of Ashiman. Wait a minute. Okay. A crucial moment. Oh, what's it? As the Aes Sedai were leaving with the wise ones, the wise ones said something that Rand didn't pick up on, but the Aes Sedai did, don't. and they had this shocked look hmm. on their face as they look at him.
3: What the fuck did they say? Welcome, sisters. No. I mean, yeah. maybe. They treat women that channel on equal footing and they give a damn about what Rand thinks.
0: Equal? Or are we going Egwene style like, oh, well, if you're now attached to our club, you're gonna start where everybody else does. You're about to be I in pigtails.
3: Uh, I mean, they're already full-fledged eyes to die. So I don't know that that's a good question. I'm gonna be fair and say,
0: I don't know, but I will say it was more of a welcome to the club. They welcomed them somehow. But that welcome statement, uh, all right, think about this. Of all the things that have been done to these Aes all things that have been said with Rand and all of his power in front of them, the only thing that have been shocking to them has been the moment where they had to pledge their fealty to Rand. And then that moment when the wise ones said some shit to them and the look on their face is not something they ever do to anybody ever. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, what what
3: was said? You have what's, to remember what's in the box? that the wise ones know the history.
0: I'm still convinced they know more than we, the reader, know. They know a whole lot more. I, I
3: know, and they we've they been know, deprived of wise his, one knowledge. They know the history, which is we failed you, great ones. Like, no, that's all we
0: know that they know. Yeah. There might be more to There. We do think about nice it, Chris. Time. How much do we actually know about the wise ones? How much do we know about the I.O. prophecies? How much do we know about how they preserve history? Only the tiny tidbits that Jordan's given us so far. Agreed. We've Will been we around them so long, we feel like we know them, but we don't know them. We don't know. Anyways, I want to okay. know what they said because the I. the I.O. <laughs> or not the I.O. the we were like, oh shit. Is that this- Yeah something was said that the perspective we were in couldn't pick up on. (laughs) I said what I said, (laughs) but that, but it does. I remember Jordan writes that the IEL heard it and they paused and they looked back at the wise ones with, with like a, Oh shit. Look on their face. Sure. Semi stunned or whatever. Yeah. So something may, and maybe, maybe it's as simple as we're going to make you wash pots. And they're like, yeah, I'm not an office anymore. I'm not, but I don't know. Yeah. Feel like it's got to be something juicy.
1: Maybe we'll find out.
0: Yeah, maybe. maybe You're
3: right. It says to... that, um, the three eyes to die apparently did, though. They stopped dead. Three very, I italicized, very startled faces looking back at the wise ones. Soralia just clasped her hands again,
0: loudly, be- louder than before. She them more briskly. That's what kills me. One, one or two sentences. Subtle, right? But think about how every I Sedai we've ever run into has reacted to any situation, and they keep their cool, they keep their calm, they keep their I'm above everybody. Like That's what they're known for right now from the reader perspective. In that moment, not Especially only did they let their guard down, they it wasn't just that their guard was down for the wise ones to see, but everybody else around there saw it. It was noticed by a another perspective so Hmm. that they got whatever it was they got punched in the gut
3: for sure Mm -hmm. i'm I'm not disagreeing with you i just don't know if it was for the good or for the bad yeah
0: i don't know either because alan won't tell us no maybe he doesn't know probably not sure (laughs) here's the real reveal alan's actually never read these books we say (laughs) we say that it's reader led and we're the new readers (laughs) Alan's reading along with us and pretending. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: that would be great. <laughs> Fold you guys for three years.
0: Yeah, you guys just figured it great. out.
1: <laughs> uh, how would I know that Batman comes to the end and saves the day? I mean, shit. I oh, that's right. <laughs> that's um, great logic. So, so um, afterwards, uh, Taim insists that Ran have an honor guard. We're here now, um, and Rand's like, "I'll take four soldiers and four dedicated times." Like, no, I mean Ashman. He's like,
2: "Uh, eh,
1: fine, I'll take that one." And he's like, "Oh no, that that one. You can't take that one. That one's that one's not a good Ashman. He's he's not he's not a good one." He's like, mm. what's his name? He's like J- uh, Deshiva. And he's like, oh, okay, he'll work."
3: <laughs> you gotta remember too, though. The other thing that Perrin is noticing is how quickly Rand is changing. Mm-hmm. that's how quickly he's going back and forth between being ran and being loose there
0: mm-hmm. right i agree you nailed it the mixed emotions isn't Rand being all over the place it's the two swapping bouncing it. back and <laughs> forth yeah i think so mm-hmm.
3: and so dashiva tam's like or time is like "Nah, you can't take him he he's not learned enough and rand's like so what you don't think i couldn't teach him what you could teach him, boom,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. But I've been taught by a forsaken motherfucker. Yeah. Another I, forsaken. I, I can give him some of those Asmodian tips.
3: Ooh. Yeah, poor Asmodian, R.I.P. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, Deshiva moves hesitantly. Uh, what's what's the
0: actual quote that it actually has? Um, well, Deshiva's not all there. He's different. He's what's that yeah. word like? Like neuroatypical sort of thing, he yeah.
1: Was Creeping way, there. hands folded his waist, made him seem skinny.
3: That's, anyway. yeah. but he's different. Yeah. That's why I said maybe he's the dark friend. Maybe,
0: hmm. but again, all evidence or a lot of evidence towards Taim. Taim only wants sure. I'm not putting smokescreen past Jordan. Let me tell you,
3: you know, I have stopped giving predictions in this book because Jordan just is just such a great. I mean, I don't know if you noticed it. I don't. There are very few predictions at this point, and all the way into book seven,
0: it's hard to because we know, and it's not even that his twist or wild. When his twist happened, you look at it and go, oh, shit! I should have seen that." Because there is evidence of it, but the, when you're given the evidence, it's never at a moment where you can put two and two together. You know, he gives just enough that you feel stupid when you find out but not enough to actually figure it out exactly yeah.
3: like when you make it th- okay so I'm saying like like you said um, Alana Am I saying the right name no Alana anyway hey, I can't remember who it was never mind Alana's that I, I bought Rand. Rand. yeah no that's not the one um, okay. I'll figure it out in a minute
0: keep going okay look yeah when, when we when we were insisting that Tom was still alive it was not evidence based. We no, wanted we wanted Tom to still be alive.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> so we got lucky with that prediction, or I'll say I got lucky with it. Maybe you well, knew. But with,
3: with Avienda, like you said, she's pregnant. Like I still think she is. I still think she is too. But we have <laughs> zero. We have no indication that this is true. So it's easy to make these predictions because they're off the wall. They're fun, and we we have hope. Just like I, men it would be too predictable for her to have his kid i don't feel like men will ever have his children but i' feel like men will marry him
0: okay as much as i hope for great things for men I, I think men will have great things but she gives me the vibe of uh that female that can be uh single at the end of her life having loved many people and still just have have an awesome life and i have a friend like that currently yeah mm-hmm. i don't think she i don't think she needs it no
3: yeah I- Oh, she's been very after Rand. Yeah. And, and Rand seems to kind of be getting it now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so, so go, after go all this, on,
1: Alan. yeah, so after all this, Perrin tells Rand that he will oppose him if any of the Aes Sedai are not well treated. And Rand kind of is like, okay.
3: Uh, <laughs> like, Men's like, quit cool. being wool headed, you two numbskulls. Yeah. You know, neither one of you is going to fight each other. You know, neither one of you is going to kill the Aes Sedai. Like, you don't have it in you to give that command. Which, Mm -hmm. it still surprised me Rand hasn't done that.
1: Yeah. And then we learned that Taim's also um, adopted a new title that he didn't tell Rand about. That Rand doesn't know how he feels about this. It's Mahal. Mahal. Mahal, which means leader in old tongue. And, uh, yeah.
3: I mean, to be fair, and we've been saying this from the get-go, Rand is doing himself a huge disservice. He is not at the school enough. He has not made himself known enough. And I get it. Like a leader cannot be in all places at once, but you have to pick and choose where you are going to invest your energy. And Rand has done a lot of investing time, energy and pointless things. He needs to start Mm -hmm. looking at developing the, the biggest part of his army. That's going to give him the most bang for his buck.
0: When, when i was in school and took statistics classes and psychology classes and did different studies and we got into random sampling it was just a step that you were required to do to get the grade and this is the formula and that's how we get the numbers blah 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 it meant nothing but in real life when i started managing projects and service contracts and construction contracts where it's impossible for me to inspect everything um mm-hmm. I learned very quickly how crucial it is to do one quality assurance. You absolutely have to do. You have to. And if you can't do everything, you can't have regular interval inspections. It's got to be random. It's got to be random what you look at. And if you keep it random enough, and if you do the math that your teachers taught you in 12th grade or college or whatever you took it, it's actually effective
2: Mm -hmm.
0: because when you get to the point where you find an inconsistency or a problem, that's your reason to dig deeper. And then when you dig deeper, you can find more problems. So yes, you're right. You don't have to micromanage everything, but you absolutely have to have systems in place where you can check behind and ensure that your mission is being followed. And then the moment you do a random sampling of some sorts and you find, this is not what I wanted. You dig a little deeper, All right? Was this just a little human error? Was but was this a small problem, or now do we have somebody that's off the rails going in the wrong direction? I'm hopeful at this point, it's a stretch. It, it doesn't fit into exactly what I was talking about with the QA and random sampling, but he's bringing in some people that have been somewhat trained by Taim. And it actually gives me warm fuzzies that the person he's bringing in, Taim, absolutely does not want to go with Rand. For me, that's all the more reason for Rand to bring him in, you know. Well that's smoke screen. Right. Or it's smoke screen. Yeah. If if Taim is Dom Madrid and is fully conscious of who he is, then he has the advantage of all of his past life and mistakes before. So can he have a triple layer smoke screen? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. No, know, know your team's
3: strength and weaknesses. Assign accordingly. Give attention and direction when necessary. I yeah. completely agree with that. And to your trust but verify. Yeah. <laughs> trust, but here's yeah. the thing. Rand is not Rand is not used to running things. No. And I say that because he's had major red flags that he has not investigated yet. When you pop up at your school and there's a person guarding it and doesn't know who you are and looks to attack you, that's a red flag. When you bring acclamation to the group and they kind of look at it like, eh, okay. Right?
0: As if they're well, motivated by something different or someone different. Exactly.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, oh. so he started, he had opportunity for that QA. Trouble is he didn't dig deeper. No.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If we want to fall in love with Rand again, then the next chapter needs to be a Rand perspective of him internalizing and going, well, I knew when I went to give out those pins that something was wrong. And then even though Taim came and helped like the way he was talking and the way he was trying to argue this that, and the other like red flags. And now I'm going to dig deeper. It'd be nice if that happened. I don't see it happening, but that's where you would. Hope somebody in Rand's position would go, but in my mind, Taim not. knew about what
3: was going on with Rand for from the get go and oh, yeah. let it happen, yeah, so that he could then impose himself and make himself
0: valuable, mm-hmm. and valuable. on so many levels. Time knew, remember when Rand started battling with lose in front of time, and time immediately was like, Hey, I like, let me empathize with you, like, you know, you got to fight it, Da-da-da-da-da. you know. He, mm-hmm. he immediately recognized the internal battles that Rand is having. Yeah. We right. know, when we know, we know that Taim has his uh, ability to see what, what's going on with Rand, he's got some some informant somewhere, some way of watching. Maybe it's the Ravens, maybe whatever. But Taim knows things are happening the way Taim wants to happen. Yeah. Rand's been stumbling through and at this point, been getting lucky.
1: Yeah. And then we end this chapter with uh, J- Shiva making a gateway to Karian and them all leaving to go back to Karian. Is Traveling it me or are they and
3: learning fast than Ran did? Uh, they're, they're, they're learning fast. That's what I'm saying. How? Mind you, Ran was distracted with literally running multiple kingdoms.
0: But where but. did wh- what is Taim's source? I know he's had a lifetime... But even that's questionable. How has he made yeah, it so Where did he learn everything out? that he knows? Right. And back to the battle before, as awesome as it was, we're supposed to go, oh my gosh, Ashaman killed. This is great. But how can you train men to channel and work in unison like that just off the cuff? There has to be a source for that information. And I can't think of a good source <laughs> that works in Rand's benefit. Mm-hmm. You know? Agreed.
1: Yep. And that's the way in this chapter. So
0: are we gonna so this guy that Rand pulled in is how do we look at him? Is this Gomer Pyle? Is this who's sure. the, sure. 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 the dude or who's the dude from um fuck what's that Vietnam movie? Oh that's Gomer Pyle from Full Metal Jacket. No, he gets called Gomer Pyle, but oh um, anyways, Full Metal Jacket, but that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Is it that guy? Or or, (laughs) party (laughs)
3: five. Like they say, Rafa. I'm gonna
0: say Rafa. I'm gonna say Rafa. They they stumble into being significant, but I feel like he's gonna be like the hidden treasure trove that Rand needed. Okay. So as much as I'm hating on Taim, Mm -hmm. consider that one percent chance that Taim is actually trying to help Rand. This is other guy that's the dark friend. I'm telling you. And Taim. Taim suspects him. But that's, why, but that's why Taim brought him in so he can keep an eye on him and, and figure that Rand one out for Rand. Into
3: inner circle. yeah,
0: Right. So maybe he is trying to help Rand, but then some of the crazy happens where Rand flips on Taim and kills him only to find out that Taim was trying to help him. I have to consider that that's a possibility as much as I've been hating on Taim.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a possibility. Yeah. It would be entertaining. So if you go that way, Jordan... I don't mind. It would mean that I'm really wrong, but I'm 39 and I've realized at some point I'm going to be wrong. Yeah. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened yet. (laughs) But at some point it will (laughs) inevitably I'm going to stumble into that. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. And so
1: anything else from these chapters? Uh, I'm going to say no,
0: only because I have to pee really bad. Okay. We have to do a favorite character first. I'll let you go first chris i always steal this i have mine i'll let you go first and i won't change it no matter what you say i'm gonna do it just because everybody's expecting it perrin
2: mm-hmm.
3: perrin is by far always going to be my favorite character but he definitely was opened up to a lot more and expressed himself because remember you know, two years ago, lump on a lump lump on a stick. He's block. just a rock block. Mm-hmm. His now, name's in the book, but he does nothing. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, I love parent. Where's more parent? Give me more parent. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna have to give it to Parent. He's he's struggling. Yeah. He's going through a lot. And then he had to tell his friend like, if you do something, if you take that extra step. I will be in your way. That takes a lot. Yeah. He's a real friend.
0: With everything he's struggling with, he's making it a point to set moral boundaries. I I mean, I hope he sticks to them. Humankind has a history of setting red lines, like don't cross this line, then people cross it, and people go, Well, let me adjust this line. But I think Parent's the type that when he puts a line in stone, I feel like he's gonna hold to it. Agreed. So, yeah. Stamps it in steel. Yep. I'm okay. gonna go, I'm gonna go with loyal. Um, and I was, I, I I was already feeling that anyways, uh, the rabbit hole we went on with Royal loyal and his little blip of wanting to get back to writing his book and being desperate to do so. Uh, I truly didn't go down that rabbit hole until you kind of brought it up, Chris, but that just reinforced more. We're in the parent perspective when we hear about loyal and while we're considering what parents struggling with, we get parent giving us some loyal stuff that with just a little extrapolation a little bit digging into we realize that loyal's probably struggling what parent struggling with what parent is struggling with times mm-hmm. 10 there's nothing about loyal that screams violence to me even if ogears are capable of it like at the heart of loyal the individual um he doesn't want the violence he wants copacetic he wants Why can't everybody just get along? Mm -hmm. And he picked up not just an ax, an ax with a half bigger than him. And he mowed down rows of people and he's trying to deal with it. Uh, Anyway, so it's, it's kind of, I don't know. I got, I got feels for him. And do we get, do we get Loyal's chapter? Do we, do we get his struggle with what he's going through? Or do we just get people's perspective of Loyal? going through That's this a good question do we get loyal perspective chapters Susan? yeah uh, i mean well yes I, i'd assume we would get loyal chapters and perspectives but i want to know if we get loyal dealing with what he just went through so as I'm a reader wondering. we're like oh loyal the warrior mowing people down yeah but yeah. but then when we consider who loyal is and it's like <laughs> holy shit loyal got to the point where he had to, had to mow, mow, people mow people down, like, down. <laughs> like I I want to, like, Loyal, how are you doing? Like, yeah. give him a hug, tell him it's okay. And, yeah. you know, sorry you went through that. Loyal, sure. Love you, man.
1: Yeah. I don't really know who to give it to this chapter. I'll give it to Rand. Rand did a good job. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I'll give you that because Rand definitely is going through it too. And you're sitting there in the field, yeah. Ball he's going to to yourself. And then. The it next day sense. you have to sit there and fake it with men. And he's not faking it. He had to just, yeah, you know, different
0: moments in time. I yep. got to imagine it, it's we'll incon- there's some, yeah, ran moments where it's like he's in control, but you also got to think he's he's barely in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Faking, faking being in control, it all seems like he is, but... Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Barely. Hanging by a thread.
1: Well, next week we'll be doing three chapters. Three. So do three, four, and five. They are all parent point of view. So I'll just give you that little hint now. Um
3: so. We are getting a whole book of pairing. Like we're doing
0: this. So long for this. If y'all are listening, not watching, Chris is smiling so big. I saw
3: gonna have puffies and everything.
0: I saw like all of his molars and the the (laughs) indention of what once were wisdom teeth (laughs) lay in the back. He was smiling.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this for you.
1: There's this Gemstar Hill uh, Hill of the Golden Dawn into Kyrian and a broken
0: crown. Wait, if it's a parent chapter and it's Chris Hill of the Golden the Golden Dawn, Dawn, yeah, Dawn, and it's a parent chapter. Golden, we think. Golden Eyes, Dawn. Why are we not talking about Godfather here? Is this Elias? Is this is Elias on top of a hill, <laughs> and Parent gets some wolf wisdom?
2: Uh, I think
0: what's yeah. That's mm-hmm. that would be a
3: good thing though, if they all decide to like come back to Parent now. He's going to get his army of golden-eyed people. I swear it by the end of this book.
0: Whether he meets them or creates them. He's
3: that, yeah. too. He's going to have plenty of puppies. Them pups. Yeah. bio's Bael, probably pregnant right now. He's probably why she's so hurt.
1: Title: Parent Sex Tape. He who comes with the golden dawn.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah. Naughty Night Nurses Three. Or he who comes with the golden dawn. And, and golden then we dawn. have
3: <laughs> a broken crown. Is that what I heard? Like C R O N W. Yes. It's like crayon. Like no. Crayon? Like well, like so crown. that gets like...
0: into. Are we going to get a missed... land chapter? No, no, no. When he was finding out about Fiyel's family in the broken yeah. crown, we get a little more yeah. info on that.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not like he has to wait very long to get back to her. Like he's having all these feelings about being away, but literally Rand's going to open up a gate. They're going to walk through and he's going to be back. Like they have modernized warfare.
0: Yep. Well, don't expect that. Everybody just hit pause back there waiting for them to come home. (laughs) Yeah. As much as shit happened where we were, I'm telling you shit happened. while we were away. Yep. And we're about to find that out.
1: Yeah. well, how we can be found? Uh, at thewillreads. dot uh, com. Uh dot com. It's our website. You can find links to everything there, including our Discord, all our social media. Their little like little icons up in the corner. Twitter, it's still there for now. So we're still on Twitter uh, until it decides to shut down. Uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, of course. All those great places. Go check us out, all the places. I don't know uh, what
3: Alan's going to do without Twitter. Alan loves Twitter. If it actually gets shut down, what will you do? Uh, I, don't, I don't know what
0: i do. If Twitter goes don't... anywhere, it's going to Mars, and that's kind of cool. <laughs> so let's, let's not be too upset about it. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. good old Twitter. Um, Twitter's great for, for for wheel of time for everything else. Uh, Twitter's a little little interesting place. Um, uh, but yeah, it's great for Wheel of Time. Um, but yeah, so uh come check us out. Come join us in different places. Discord, come support us, buy merch, join the Patreon. Um we'd love to have you guys. Um, I I need to start doing more giveaways. I've been actually not doing as much giveaways is because I'm catching up on actually mailing out stuff to Patreons that they've earned over the time because at some of the levels you get stuff and i've been slacking on that because i just forgot about it and i was like oh crap he's email all the stuff out so that's been kind of draining our bank account is mailing out that stuff so if you're a patreon and you haven't received yeah. stuff you might be receiving stuff soon um <laughs> happy holidays happy yeah. holidays merry so, christmas yeah, yeah, I, i'm go. slowly getting through you're all that now uh, yeah so you don't get it right away for joining up you have to be for a while so but uh, there yeah but that stuff is really
2: um, Yeah. That's, that's,
0: it's that's, coming, I swear. That's what, <laughs> that's said. what she said. <laughs> that's what said. Actually, that's what she said. It takes a lot longer. Giggity. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. G- giggity.
1: Yep. Uh, so, anyway, that's all we got for this week.
0: <laughs> until next time. Peace. K bye.
1: Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads.